0: Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thanks for checking out the pilot episode of our first Quest Company Jr. series, Postcards from Pearl. This series will be a mostly one-on-one campaign with Sarah and I playing the Pokemon 5e homebrew for Dungeons & Dragons that was created by Joe the DM and set in a homebrew region of my own creation. Make sure you listen to the announcements at the end of the episode for more details about Quest Company Jr. as a whole and for information about where we will be posting the episodes that come out after this pilot. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you enjoy Postcards from Pearl. see a Game Boy screen flicker on, with a pixelated ship cruising along an 8-bit ocean. There are two sprites bouncing on the top deck, a small girl in a sailor outfit and a seal next to her. We pan up to the clouds, where a large bird Pokémon flies overhead. The pixels smooth out, and more color spreads across the screen, starting with the red and gold feathers of the phoenix-like Pokémon. A rainbow spreads out behind it as the bird flies into the distance, where we can see the mid-morning sun in the east and barely make out Portobello Port of the Kinoko region on the horizon. We pan back down, where the rainbow arcs across the deck of the ship, no longer in still pixels, but in sleek lines with the name the SS Clara emblazoned on the side, with the lively water of the western sea splashing beneath. We see the girl and her seal once again, this time performing incredible feats of acrobatics on the deck and in the pool while surrounded by a cheering crowd of ship passengers and crew members. The girl is ten years old and a little short for her age, in a blue and white striped shirt and navy skirt with gold buttons. She wears a red bandana and her dark hair and the seal has a matching bandana around its neck. They execute their stunts with a surprising amount of both precision and flair. They finish their routine, and the crowd bursts into uproarious applause for the child and her Pokemon. They take one last dramatic bow, and the crowd begins to disperse. The child is you, Pearl. What do you do next?
1: Thank you! Thank you! You know us, fellas. We're here 24-7! Thank you. I uh, whip out a hat behind my back and see if any of uh, the guys want to uh, give a little pearl fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. With advantage, because you just put on an incredible feat. Nat one! <laughs> well, with, advantage, with advantage. Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: wow, starting off this whole series with a nat one roll, though. That is harsh. Okay, with advantage, though. Okay, great.
0: Nineteen. Nineteen! Okay, yeah, with a 19, I'm going to, (laughs) let's see here. You get uh, 700 uh, Pokey in tips, uh, since you are on a luxury cruise liner, after all. So you can add that to your uh, inventory.
1: Glad Uh, I, uh, is that in the cash?
0: Yeah, it's down in the little cash on your sheet.
1: Glad I gave that a shot, am I right, Sealy? You know, they're probably all emotional because they know we're leaving soon.
0: Well, I mean you guys are almost to port. You should be uh coming in tomorrow to Portobello port.
1: That was a good one, huh, Sealy? <laughs> <laughs> and we do a little nose
0: wiggle rub. Do you, you do like a little Eskimo kiss? Eskimo with, kiss with Celie. What are you gonna do? It's mid morning, you've got most of the day ahead of you, and you are the captain's daughter, so you've kinda got run of the ship. Where where do you wanna go? What do you wanna do?
1: So the ship you said luxury cruise liner?
0: Yeah. Yeah, this so is like a... Tourists. You're on a cruise ship. Yeah, they're tourists for the most part, yeah. It's like carnival cruise.
1: All right, Seely, let's go find the old people and throw little thumb-wad gumballs at them and see who wakes up first. <laughs> and we find the oldest, pruniest, tanniest people and just hit them with little spit-wads and see who wakes up.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: didn't see that coming up.
0: All right, go ahead and make an investigation check to see how old and pruny you can find.
1: Uh, 17.
0: 17. Yeah, you find, like, this real, real wrinkly old, old guy, uh, and he's, like, sunbathing out next to the pool, got, like, this wicked farmer's tan going on, like, he's, he's been working on that for a long time. The arms and, you know, from the neck up are just, like, a, a very crispy brown, but just pale. Hail for everything that would have been covered by a shirt, and he's just sizzling out there.
1: Perfect. We do that for as long as we can, and when he wakes up, we scream ah, and then we run to the ice cream bar, <laughs> which I believe is a twenty-four-hour-a-day service.
0: Oh yeah, most most definitely. And there's, we there's load up
1: on that soft serve ice cream.
0: Ah. <laughs> You do. Isabel is there at the uh, ice cream stand, and, you know, she, she wears a lot of hats uh, on the cruise. Like, she does some activity directing stuff. She runs the ice cream stand sometimes when it's uh, shorthanded, but she, she gives you your scoop of ice cream.
1: All right, cone 28, Isabel. You know I'm trying to break my record of 32.
0: I, well, I feel like you're pretty close. I think that maybe this is the week you crack it.
1: Thanks. I knew you would believe in me. Seely, how you holding up? Whoop. Wow
0: we have had like five cones, Celia. You sure you're good?
1: Okay, we're calling it. We're calling it! We can't do it! We can't risk it for the biscuit, Isabel!
0: Okay, maybe next week. Ah, one more, one more. Uh, She gives you one more. Thanks. Don't tell Celia. This is after how many? 28. 28. Uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, Pearl. For the record, audience, I have eaten...
1: I believe 28 soft-served ice cream cones, so that record is personal, and if I beat it, I will be very happy. Ah, oh, four.
0: You're feeling pretty woozy as, and, like...
1: Thanks is I'm just going to walk around the deck with this one.
0: <laughs> you're, like, going to slowly nurse the soft-serve. Like, just the smell of it is, like, ooh, it actually kind of makes you a little bit woozy. Yeah. But so you're, you're walking around deck for a little bit, and eventually you hear over the intercom, Uh, uh, Pearl, uh, please come up to the bridge. Thank you. It's your dad. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we go. Great. So you go up to the bridge, and it is like... It's like Jimmy Buffett threw up
1: here. <laughs> uh,
0: your dad, Captain Ron. Uh, it's I mean he is a true parrot head, and as you come in, he does have a chatot on his shoulder, a little parrot Pokemon, and he's hanging out. You, he's got like sunscreen on his like nose and lips. That's like the like the zinc that like really shows up, and he's got the tank top with like the neck that's way too low and the arms that are way too wide over a, a, or under an unbuttoned uh, Hawaiian shirt, and he's got like cut-off jeans that are about mid-thigh. He's got an eye patch that is over his uh, left eye, uh, and he's like, "Hey, Pearl." Hey,
1: Dad! I brought you some ice cream.
0: Ah, uh, yes! You're the best.
1: You're welcome, you old softy. Butt up, chick And I want to imagine Sealy does the little kick.
0: Absolutely.
1: On like some part of the ship look, for you, me. <laughs> you and
0: Sealy d- do this enough that absolutely that is what happens. Thank you. But so he's like, uh, so look, Pearl. Um, first of all, Peanut. Uh, I heard you were harassing the olds again. Is that true? What? Now look, honey. I. You know I don't have a problem with you harassing the olds. It's them seeing you harassing them. You gotta. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it in secret so it doesn't come back on me.
1: brown haired girls walking around with seals harassing old people. It's actually a big problem we have in this ship nation.
0: He, like, lifts up his eye patch and both of his eyes squint at you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, Dad. It's all right. Now, look, some of the other crew members have been giving me a little grief about you, you having total run of the place, and I told him that that's crazy, especially because you're about to be, you know, off ship for such a long time. I know you've been wanting to start your Pokemon journey for a while. And
1: wanting? So I've wanted my whole life, Dad. I've been waiting for like years.
0: I know, I know. Well, we're.
1: <sighs> she kicks a little chair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's your like little captain chair next to his, and you just like kick it and it falls over.
1: Not a violent kick. I don't I don't no, want to put any force behind but it. But
0: it. it's just enough for it to be like.
1: Boom, okay, over. And she pokes it back up. Really. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's
0: all right. You know, I
1: just get tired of being on the ship sometimes. And like, come on, when there's prony old people, what do you expect from me, Father? I know. Father, I why? know, I know, I why? know. Why? And I hold his face up really close and I go, Father, you always told me it's five o'clock somewhere.
0: <laughs> I know, Pearl, I know. But now that you're ten years old, you can go off on your own and be totally independent and have your own Pokemon journey. Just, it's
1: time. I just look at Seel and I go, yes! Fist, fist pump.
0: Sealy does like a little fin pump. Fin pump. He said, so we're going to be getting into port tomorrow and I've actually got some friends here in the region that uh, will be able to show you around a little bit, help you get your bearings and, you know, maybe even get you a Pokedex or something so that you can go around and, you know, do the, do the gym challenge. Yeah, I know you've, I mean, it's all you've talked about ever since you were old enough to talk, so.
1: Thanks, Dad. Big hug.
0: Yeah, you do. You give Captain Ron a big hug, and some of the other crew members are like, wait, who's steering the ship right now? And you feel it. I like, kind of jerk on the waves a little bit. He's like, oh, hey, I gotta get back to work. Um, quick thing, go see Franklin down in the kitchen. This is, uh, well, honestly, it's, it's, it's just busy work. It's for me to tell people that you're doing something besides harassing the olds again. Franklin said he needed some help with something.
1: Okay, I'll bring you your lobster dinner at five, okay?
0: Great. You're the best.
1: Mm-hmm. Love you, Dad.
0: Love you, Pearl. And he like pinches your cheeks a little bit and he like pats Seely. Don't get into too much trouble. And then he like pulls the eye patch up again and winks.
1: And then I just look at the parrot and give the parrot a stink eye for a second. Oh! Ah! You
0: know. No. You know.
1: <laughs> and then I
0: leave. <laughs> uh, and the chat top flies back and lands on your dad's shoulder. And you head down to the kitchen? Yep. Yeah. Alright, so you make your way below the main deck, past a few lounges and hallways lined with passenger cabins down to the kitchen. It's crowded, with cooks cleaning up from the brunch rush and preparing for the lunch rush. And among them you see the fella who called for you, the ship's head chef, Franklin. He's an older gentleman with a face that's wrinkled, yet somehow still plump, almost giving off the appearance of like the snood and waddles of a turkey. Ah, there you are, Pearl. Thank you for coming to see me, he says as he hands you a pastry, as he always does. I asked you to come down because we've had a bit of a problem here in the kitchen. Large amounts of food have been going missing before making it to the dining room. Mostly my beautiful desserts. Why, even this morning, a glorious stack of pancakes seems to have vanished into thin air without making it out to the crowd at the brunch buffet. And those people are hungry. But what really takes the cake is that last night, someone took the cake. My beautiful three-layer coconut cake I made for a private party in the Topside Banquet Hall. It's just very frustrating. But, uh, I'm... Sorry, let me collect myself. <clears throat> Can
1: you help me figure out who's done this? Out of nowhere, a pair of shades pop on uh, Pearl and Seely. Well Franklin looks like here you got a classic W944 with a you know just need for a steak out bre- brunch out ice cream steak out. Roger Roger copy copy and let me just talk to my sort associate here. She speaks to sillyly art art. Yeah, Franklin, looks like uh, we'll be able to help you with this uh, situation if you get my gist. And she lowers the sunglasses and gives a wink.
0: Right. Wow, well, you are your father's child. Uh, yeah, I, I do, I do get your gist. Do you, uh, I mean, do you have any leads? I think I've got a couple of suspects in mind, but I, I don't know. You're certainly out and about on the ship a lot more than I am.
1: Well, you know, I know you can never really trust a pruny grandpa in this neighborhood, Franklin. But, uh, why don't you, uh, go ahead and give me those suspects. Uh-huh. And she takes out a little notepad. Again, out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> it just, it appears. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
0: well... Like I said, we've got a couple of suspects in mind. All of them are notorious dessert hogs. I've seen them all lurking around the kitchen at one time or the other.
1: Dessert hogs, am I right, Celia? Who would ever do that?
0: Celie has the guiltiest look on her face right now.
1: I she mean, might... it's... it's...
0: <laughs> or, Ort? or... Or... or. Ort?
1: It's not like it's a free buffet or anything, Franklin. Ort? It's an all-paid expense trip. Gosh. Uh. People, am I right? <laughs> anyway, he was saying...
0: Uh, yeah. Well, here's here's what I've got. The first suspect is Gulliver. He works here on the ship. I've seen him in that wingle of his scarf down more chocolate than you can shake a stick at. I think he's off duty this afternoon, too. Maybe he's taking in a show or something. The second suspect is, is a shifty-looking fella, supposedly some kind of big-shot art dealer. If he's such hot stuff, I don't know why he's staying in one of the cheap cabins, but you know. Food goes from the buffet mighty quick when he's around, though. His name's Red. Real squinty fella. Slicked back, red hair, and a smug attitude. See him by the pool a lot. Well, the last one. Well, to be honest, I couldn't even tell you where he's staying at on the ship. Guy named KK. Pops up all over, always playing that guitar of his. Real laid back, sort, seems nice enough. Only thing is, no one knows if he's a stowaway or just a regular passenger. Real enigma, that one. So that might be a good place to start if you check around and... You know, keep an eye on them. Maybe, maybe see what they're up to if they seem like there's any kind of suspicious activity. Uh, I gotta get started on uh, lunch. Though, is, is there anything else you need from me, or you uh, think you've got enough to conduct your investigation?
1: You know, just a cup of coffee to dunk this bear claw in that you handed me.
0: <laughs> he, uh, he hands you a cup of black coffee.
1: Franklin, I'm ten. And I am so tempted to throw the <laughs> coffee in his face, but I will not be the diva. But just like she, like in all, like Franklin, dude, I'm 10 years old. Gosh, that was a test, man. Now you're a subject, su- suspect, too. <laughs> oh, oh no. I... No one can be trusted. And I put my sunglasses on. <laughs> and then when uh, he's away, uh-huh. good luck with lunch. You make the best sandwiches in the world. Is this a test? No, I just want to say I love you because I'm leaving soon. Oh love you too, Pearl. All right, enough, and off and off. But seriously, don't give kids coffee. You got enough energy on my own.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: It was decaf, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, and then when we like have a private moment, uh huh, I turn to Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I go, come here. Or? And I grab its sweet little flubbery face. I nuzzle in with my nose, and I look dead in its eyes. You need to tell me right now. Did you eat the cake? It's okay if you did. I'll forgive you. I will always forgive you, and I'll cover you. But I just... Look, look into my eyes. I know you can pack it down, and you didn't eat as much ice cream as you normally do. So I gotta know, Celie. Also, I don't care.
0: Or, <laughs> <laughs> as if to say... Not this time.
1: Okay. Know that I would trust you with
0: my life. Seeley like puts a paw on your forehead. Or, or
1: great. And next time he makes that coconut cake, let's be the ones to steal
0: it. Seeley like slaps the sunglasses back on. Or, or, or
1: Okay, you're right, you're right. That's too far. That's too far. <laughs> You're right, you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Okay, love ya, and I high-five the flipper. Yep. And then we do a little butt tap, too. Powerful
0: high-five and a butt tap. Yeah, let's go! Nice. So, where do you want to go first?
1: I would like to go to the scene of the crime.
0: All right, so you Where is
1: the cake placed in the buffet hall?
0: Okay, so the cake was going to be up in the... Uh, like the top side restaurant the like okay. sh- the schmoozy one where there's not actually a buffet like they bring you plates there oh um, so
1: was that going sh- we can pretend like I asked uh Franklin this too mm-hmm. but was that cake going to be cut at their like restaurant portion of that was it going to be a centerpiece like
0: right so like that cake uh, was going to be taken as a whole up to that restaurant and like displayed during the meal, cut up there. So, so somewhere it it during transit,
1: it. it did not make it.
0: Oh, it like disappeared from the kitchen. Oh,
1: it never even, like, okay.
0: B- between it getting made and it supposed to be going up there, okay. it, was, it disappeared.
1: Then I want to actually examine the kitchen. So pretend we just had that conversation like in a little hallway or something. Yeah, you like
0: go in the hallway, have we that We have talk, that real talk. High five, but go back inside. Okay,
1: and I want to see the ways to get in and out of the kitchen.
0: All right, uh, go ahead. I feel like
1: I know this ship pretty well. Like, I just want to check, are there any ways I did not know about getting in this kitchen?
0: Okay, go ahead and make an investigation check.
1: Uh, that is an 11.
0: An 11. Okay, uh, as far as you know, there is, um, just looking around with an 11, there are the... Doors in and out, like the swinging doors uh, to the buffet, banquet hall kind of deal. And then there is one sort of employee entrance in the back. Uh, Those are the only, you know, entrances for people that you really are able to spot. Hey, Franklin. Yeah?
1: Do you know if any of these suspects have any Pokemon?
0: And Franklin's Mr. Mime, who was like chopping carrots, turns around like... (laughs) He's like, um... I mean, most people on the ship have Pokemon. I mean, people, you you know, people love battling on the cruise ships and everything. And they take their Pokemon along with them on their journeys and their tourist ventures. So, I I know, like I said, Gulliver has that Wingull. Um, I don't know about Red or KK offhand, though.
1: How hot is it outside?
0: I mean, it is like... So, where you're at as you are approaching the Kiniko region... Uh, you are heading toward the sort of uh, northwestern coast of the region. So it's like an Alaskan cruise kind of thing where it's like oh. it's sunny. It's warm enough, but like the water's probably cold. Okay.
1: We, that's not even important information. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Seely, Let's find a stowaway.
0: All right, where do you want to go? Where on the ship? So there are um, a lot of different areas. Uh, You can ask around to see uh, if you want to find out where those people might be. There are a bunch of different decks with different things happening on them on this big old cruise ship. Uh, So it's up to you what you're thinking.
1: Maintenance areas. Maintenance areas? More employee entrance type stuff.
0: Employee entrance type stuff? Okay, uh, so still kind of staying below deck for the most part. All right, uh, so you go around below deck. uh, Make another investigation check.
1: Eleven.
0: Uh, Eleven, I mean, you know this ship. Mm -hmm. You have been on this ship for how many years?
1: My whole life. Yeah. Ten solid years. Yeah. A decade. (laughs)
0: And yeah, you've been on land, you know, when you come into port and everything, uh, but you definitely have spent the vast majority of your life thus far on this boat.
1: Only home I know.
0: Yeah. So you know every nook and cranny, you know, as far as where 10-year-olds are allowed to go, you know. And even some places, maybe not all places, (laughs) but a lot of places that 10-year-olds aren't allowed to go, you know. And you do not seem to, in the other parts uh, below deck, out in the hallways and in the cabins and everything, maintenance areas, uh, outside of the kitchen. You don't really pick up anything. You don't see any, you know, smeared icing or anything like that. Uh, and it's sort of just the uh, the normal sort of employees going around, or you know, you're like near a boiler room and nobody really thinks anything of it because it's like ah, it's pearl.
1: All right, Celia. Well, this is feeling like a dead end. Or. <laughs> And it's hot, because there's a boiler room over here. Kind of over it. What do you do with a drunken sailor?
0: Let's head up! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you're going to go above deck? Yeah. All right. Where do you want to go? To
1: the pool!
0: To the pool. All right. You head up to the pool area. And as you come up here, you see that there is uh, the sort of normal activities going on. You know, there's uh, people hanging out in the pool. There's the poolside bar with people serving up drinks and everything under the sort of tiki-themed canopy thing that's going on. Uh, And there's people playing games on the deck and everything. Uh, There's definitely a lot of people out and about uh, as it's now getting close to about midday, late morning.
1: I look for a waiter or a server.
0: All right. Uh, you, You easily pull a server aside. Her name's Ellie.
1: Hey. Franklin told me that you can go take a break. I'm um, I they asked me to just like, just take this tray of drinks and and uh, help you out.
0: Uh, Franklin's not my shh, boss. Shh, go take your ten. Per- go take your ten, Pearl. You are bon ten. Bon voyage. You're not allowed to work take here Take a fifteen. Take a twenty, Pearl. I gotta get these people no there. No one will ever know. Pearl. I gotta, I gotta get these people there. Their their drinks and food and things.
1: Yeah, I'll just take this tray for you. Heavy lifting, right? That's okay. That's that's all right. Can I
0: take the tray? (laughs) Go ahead and make a a sleight of hand check.
1: Seventeen.
0: All right, you pull it away. She got a fifteen.
1: What is her name again? Ellie. Ellie, take a (laughs) ten! Uh oh!
0: Don't don't drop that. Go have a long poop. I won't
1: tell anybody. Okay. Oh. (laughs) All right, Celie, time to look incognito. And I start to act like a (laughs) waitress.
0: Make a performance check.
1: I'm good at those. See, this is why my dad wants me off the ship, because I'm getting bossy.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Ah, that's only an
0: eight. An eight? Uh, Seems like a lot of people saw you wrestle a tray of beverages away from a waitress, and uh, you are a ten-year-old. So you're like going around and and, I'm short for my age too. Yeah, and you're short for your age, but people are like, "Oh, oh, that's cute," kind of, kind of rude and bossy, but you know, cute. But you're you're walking around and you don't know whose drinks these are. And uh, while you're walking around, give me a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, thirteen will do it.
1: I have a high perception score.
0: All right, so uh, as you are walking around with this drink tray, not serving drinks, you can uh, see across the way that Ellie has just gone and gotten another tray. Oh, what a hard worker. Um, She is not taking the long poop, as you (laughs) suggested.
1: I'm sorry, listeners.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But while you're walking around, you do see over at the shuffleboard uh, with some of the olds, someone who's not an old. You see this fellow with his slicked back hair. You can't see whether or not his eyes are squinty because he's got sunglasses on, uh, but you uh, see his, his pale uh, complexion, and he's got these green swim trunks on with, like, a little leaf on him, uh, and he's playing shuffleboard with some of the olds, and seems like he's yucking it up with them, and he's, the, he's kind of the bell of the ball over there. It's like, oh, look at this interesting young fella hanging out with us. Does
1: he have a Pokemon?
0: You do see that he has a, uh, a Pokeball at his hip.
1: Suspect number one. And
0: I start to walk over there. All right, you do.
1: Hello, passengers from the SS Clara. May I offer you some free drinks, compliments of the chef.
0: Immediately. The guy who you now assume is red is like, oh, yeah, I'd love a drink. And he goes and grabs one off of the tray and starts sipping down on that pina colada.
1: Yay! This, you may notice, has hints of coconut. I love coconut, don't you?
0: I mean, it's all right. Uh, I mostly got this because it was free, but you know. Uh...
1: I have to mention it because people who are allergic, I've already puffed up two people today, so. I'm allergic! Well, another one down. <laughs> can't say I didn't warn you this time. Now we can't get sued, and I high-five Sealy. <laughs> or orc! <laughs> but yeah, you're not crazy about coconut,
0: huh? I mean, you no, know, it's just not my favorite, but, you know, it's just... Uh, like, you foods, could eat mounds
1: and mounds of coconut? Because I could. I've actually done it. We went to Coconut Island. Really? It was really far away. It was back when we were a tropical cruise. Oh. And I collected them. I made coconut butter, coconut milk, coconut lotion. You can make so many things from coconut. What have you made from coconut poops?
0: Uh... <laughs> I, I'm more of a pineapple guy. Really? Oh yeah, you know I like I like the citrus. Well, do you like cakes? Are you a human? Oh, I like cakes, but you know I like I like chocolate. I like you know uh, nice you know I like fruity flavors. You so know, I like bet you're like eating and,
1: you're like eating in the fancy restaurant, huh?
0: Oh yeah, you know me, always eating in the fanciest places. I also, That's me, a big important. Yep. I am very, I'm part of many exclusive clubs.
1: I would like to do an insight check on him liking coconut or
0: cake. Make an insight check. Fifteen. With a fifteen, you kind of gather that he's being truthful about not being like, I mean, he doesn't hate coconut, he's not crazy about yeah, it. Yeah, he does not, he does not like, pineapple. this is my favorite thing. Uh, he is not, however, a member of many exclusive clubs.
1: No. Wow. Well, I'll let you get back to it then. Pleasure to meet you all. I do a weird curtsy thing because I'm unsure about what the waiters do. And as we always say here on the SS Clara, don't stand downwind. And I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> also, tip your waitresses.
0: Is she a waitress?
1: I don't know. And then I walk away. I look to see. darn it. He checks out. Or or. <gasps> A man who kind of liked coconut could never eat a coconut cake that size, nor would have the motivation to steal one. So we have one subject down. High five, booty tap. Or, or.
0: (laughs) You've got one suspect down. Uh, What do you want to do now? You still have two suspects remaining.
1: I walk over to Ellie.
0: Okay, you do. And she, like, holds her tray above her head, which is way out of your reach.
1: All right, all right. Calm down, Ellie. Calm down. Calm down. That was a test. My father's been asking me to test all the employees. I've tested Franklin today. He did give a ten-year-old child coffee, and I want you to know you passed your test. Uh, thank thank Speak you. Speak to my father about a bonus. Anyway, do you know where Gulliver? Gulliver? Gulliver oh gosh, you know I struggle with my G sometimes. That's okay. true. Yeah. Celia, <sighs> like, can you say it?
0: Or 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 or.
1: Do you know where he is?
0: Uh, you mean Gulliver? Yeah. Oh, I think he is off this afternoon. I think I had a shift this morning, so... uh, He might be taking a nap somewhere. Last I saw him, he was around the theater, maybe? To the theater! (laughs) So you uh, make your way over to the, uh...
1: Oh, can I keep the tray drinks? (laughs) Make
0: make a dexterity saving throw.
1: Nineteen.
0: Nineteen. You still have, like, three drinks on this tray.
1: Perfect.
0: Not very much of them has spilled, either.
1: God bless. So,
0: right. you make your way over to the uh, entertainment section of the boat, where they have the Broadway shows and things, uh, and you see a big poster for Firo on the roof, and it looks like it's uh, intermission right now, and people are starting to starting to come out and, you know, refresh their beverages and things.
1: It's a good one, silly. We've seen it, like, nine times now, but
0: it's still a classic. <laughs> and starts doing, like, the little, like, Dance.
1: I know. We went to that choreography workshop. Crush it, Sealy. Ah, tradition. Wait, shoot. I'm holding drinks. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Woo. Got my balance back. Got my sea legs, as they might say. Okay. Let's
0: look for our man. All right. Give me an investigation. Fifteen. Fifteen. Alright, yeah, uh, so you, uh, looking around, uh, you're having to look up a lot, and, uh, I think that at this point, the rest of the drinks are taken off of no! your tray by adults who just see a no!
1: tray with drinks on it. I try to swat their hands when they do that.
0: Make one more deck safe. Eight. You have a tray now. No! <laughs> um...
1: Gosh, these three... Oh, just because it's all expenses paid doesn't mean you can take things!
0: <laughs> um...
1: Sealy... <sighs> There goes our coconut cover. <laughs>
0: or, or. But so you um, you look around, and amidst the people who are much taller than you, uh, you do not see what looks like any employees. But then you think, oh, what if I go inside the theater? And there are you know some people still kind of milling about in there, standing up, stretching their legs or whatever. And you do see uh, close to the back row uh, one sailor uh, who just is taking a nap right there in, in his seat snoring. Seems totally out of it.
1: I want to crawl up behind him sneakily and look at his fingers. Okay.
0: (laughs) Give me, uh, what what are you trying to look for?
1: I want to smell or see if his fingers smell like coconut or have coconut residue. Alright,
0: give me survival then.
1: Oh, no, that's not a good roll.
0: Six. Um, there's something under his fingernails. It's not coconut. We don't know what it is. Disgusting! I knew mean, it was
1: a rocky choice. I want to look for his Pokemon. I back away. I back away. I back away. I back away.
0: You, uh, you look, and there is a Pokeball on his side, just hanging out on his belt.
1: Darn it! We can't just talk to him, huh? Not everybody keeps their Pokemon free like me, like the OG Ash and Poke- Pikachu. I back away. I back away. I back away. I look around in the theater. All
0: right, uh, what are you looking for, just?
1: Anything that looks like a coconut.
0: Okay, roll, uh, yeah, investigation, why not? Or perception, I guess. Seven. Seven? I mean, there's, like, some coconuts and, like, pineapples and things that are, like, wallpaper, like, engraved in things or whatever, but other than that, no.
1: I look for handcuffs?
0: Handcuffs? Yeah. You do not find any handcuffs.
1: I sit down next to him.
0: All right, you do. He's got like his arms out like on top of the chairs next to him and you just you just plop in in one of those chairs.
1: Does he have a beard?
0: Uh he's got like some scruff.
1: I look for any crumbs in the scruff.
0: Uh, make one more survival check.
1: 21.
0: 21. Uh you do in fact find some crumbs in the scruff. Uh however, giving him a little a little sniff and a little, you know, you like Pluck a tiny one off of uh off of the scruff and kind of roll it around a little bit. sniff it, look at it uh it looks like it's uh not not a cake particle it's more like uh some sort of uh other brunch food he was probably at the buffet earlier, but uh this is not a coconut cake crumb, perhaps it is French toast or a biscuit
1: no
0: <laughs> what no. Terrible, you know what? Coconut. I'm allergic. Coconut. Oh, no, no. All the coconuts will find you. I am not to throw up again. I don't like... Oh. Run. The coconuts are tainted. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hey, hey, May, make a dexterity saving throw. Eleven. Eleven? You do not get bonked nice. uh, by him like... Starting away because he's like, <gasps> Oh, hey. oh that, hey, uh, hey. Gulliver, you okay there? Uh, and I just want
1: Celia to just join in on and like, or, 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 and just pat in on him and stuff.
0: Uh, hey there. Hey,
1: buddy. No need to stress. I, Whoa. This I, is just a jolly day at the theater. Hey,
0: can I help you?
1: Gulliver. Gulliver. G-
0: G- you know I struggle with my
1: cheese. Gull- Gulliver, it's me. Uh,
0: he- yeah, what's going on, Pearl? Can I help you?
1: I just wanted to give you a hug because it's my last day on the ship.
0: Oh, that's right. You're going off when we when we hit port in Portobello, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: Aw, oh, well, well, thanks for thinking of stopping by to see old Gulliver. That really, you know, I never, uh, never really, you know, realized to uh, thought we were that close. But it means yeah, a man. lot that I you. I mean,
1: like the ship is home. Home is the ship. My casa, su casa. My boat, your boat. Literally. And I stand up on the chair, like the armrest part. Okay. Give him a big hug around the neck and sniff deeply.
0: <laughs> he's like, "Oh, okay, okay, that's weird." He, like, do I
1: smell anything of coconut?
0: Uh, no, 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 you right. do not. But you he's know, like, "Oh, okay, all right, that's sense, that's very tight." It's how
1: you remember. It's how you remember, man.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but yeah, hey, I also wanted to just say, uh. If you've eaten anything in the coconut world in the past couple hours, Franklin is also asking me to let everyone know that the coconut has been tainted and we all may have food poisoning.
0: Oh, good thing I'm allergic, I guess. Whoa, you are? Yeah. Wow. I had the weirdest dream just now. Really? Yeah. Somebody, you know, there was like a, a coconut following me something i don't know it was fascinating
1: you know the subconscious is deep i'm more of an ice cream gal myself so i'm safe
0: yeah well that's 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 good hey
1: do you know about this i've heard some rumors on the ship
0: all right what kind of rumors you've been hearing you know are you talking about kk slider kk talking about kk i'm talking about kk oh everybody knows about kk some people say he don't even exist He's just like a ghost or something. I've seen him. I see him all around this ship. He's always just around playing his guitar. Real nice guy.
1: How do I find this KK? You can't. What?
0: I've lived here for 10 years. Yeah, you never have been able to just find KK in those 10 years, have you? Okay, well, when you put it like that. Yeah. I mean, he's just like around. I mean, sometimes I hear that he, you know, hangs out at the buffet, but, you know. It's so weird. I don't know. As long as I've worked on this ship, everybody talks about K.K. and how he's always just, like, doing his thing. And I've seen him. I know it's true, but, like, nobody knows if he's supposed to be here or not.
1: Well, today is the day we end the mystery. By golly, before I leave this ship and become the best Pokemon trainer in the world, known to mankind, I will discover and capture K.K. Gotta catch them all. To the kitchen!
0: <laughs> you go to the kitchen. Uh, he's like, bye! Love ya! He like falls back asleep. For you the that guy was a good guy. For the second act of Firo on the roof. Yes. So you make your way back to the kitchen and uh, you, you bust in there and Franklin's like, oh! I don't make any progress.
1: Coconuts! All the coconuts you have! Oh. Uh, all right. And I start rummaging through the kitchen. Actually, I'm 10, so there might be some sharp things.
0: Yeah, no, so. there's... I mean, like, the Mr. Mime, like, puts you up and puts you in, like, an invisible box. You're, like, floating hey, but, for I've a mess,
1: and I'm just foaming at the mouth.
0: <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, puts up, like, a light screen, and you're, like, mouth open like a gape against it, like, fl- face flattened <laughs> against the light screen, and the Mr. Mime's, like...
1: Okay, sorry. (laughs) I went to a Ted's Mr. Rhyme. I'm sorry. I'm calm. I'm calm in my box now.
0: The light screen fades. (laughs) Okay,
1: sorry, guys. I got really excited. I have an idea, though. Oh, right. Franklin, it's gonna hurt you, but no, it will protect you. I need you to make the most beautiful coconut display of your life for this buffet, for dinner. Make the most beautiful dessert. Decadent coconut paradise known to man. And we will catch
0: KK. That sounds like a pretty good idea. Thanks. Franklin says, Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, it'll be about dinner time before I can get something like that whipped up, but I can I can certainly try. If you'd like to help, you know, as long as you stay away from the, the real sharp knives and stuff, you're welcome to help me with it. Great. Alright.
1: Seeley? You ready? Or, or,
0: and Seeley's, like, already got an apron on and, like, a little sous-chef hat. And Perfect. does the little,
1: like, ding. Yes.
0: And you help Franklin bake this cake. How involved are you trying to get with this bad boy? Are you just kind of, like, straight up doing whatever he tells you to do? Are you going off the rails with it? None like, of my
1: creativity is on this work. We have to re- replicate it. I honor the process.
0: <laughs> All this right. is
1: not one of Pearl's shenanigans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. In that case, I think that baking the cake goes okay. off without a hitch.
1: I want to prove to the listeners she can take directions, and she can be nice and listen.
0: <laughs> that's that's good character development already. Thanks. You know, way, to, way to go. Way to also, really she, says reel to, them in.
1: she says to Franklin, hey, it's probably good that I know how to cook something now that I'm
0: going to go on my own. Yeah, you know, you're definitely going to have to like make meals out on the road and stuff. I mean... Oh yeah, I guess you've never gone camping. It, it'll be fine. Just stay in a Pokemon Center.
1: I know how to make a cake.
0: There you go. And you guys do. You replicate this beautiful coconut cake from the night before. This this three-layer monstrosity. And the dinner rush comes, and you uh, go to uh, wheel it out to the buffet.
1: I want to be underneath the tablecloth of the little cart thing with Seely. All right. And we have like made a way for us to see through the tablecloth. Like okay. There's a slit maybe on the corner. Okay. And we can watch from all four corners. All right.
0: So you were trying to be hidden. Yeah. And keep an eye out. Yeah. Okay. So first, make a stealth check.
1: Oh. Not good, folks. Five.
0: All right. Five. Okay. Now give me a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. So the cart gets wheeled out and you and Celia are kind of like bumping and grunting against each other and stuff. And as you are being wheeled over toward the buffet, and this is part of why your stealth roll wasn't great, you just poke your face right out from the uh, tablecloth and you look out and across the way you do see what can only be K.K. Slider, uh, this fella who's just like, got the chillest vibes. He seems like such a nice guy, and he is just playing his guitar at the table, uh, and he's, like, eyeballing that cake a little bit as it's as it's coming over. But also, as that's happening, and you're looking this way, you hear, like, a little like, up to It's the, a Pokemon! It's a Pokemon! It's a Pokemon! The car, and then you hear, like, a... And, like, before you uh, have time to, like, look over there, because you're so distracted by KK, this beautiful specimen of a being that's over on the opposite side of the buffet. By the time you look back, you hear Franklin go, oh not again! And uh, you pop out and you see that there's a big chunk of the cake that has gone missing in a trail of crumbs.
1: It's a Pokemon! And I go, Gotta catch it! And I start following.
0: <laughs> you do.
1: I always knew it!
0: All right, give me a survival check. Thirteen. Thirteen? Alright, it's not super hard because there is like a trail of little crumbs. I grab,
1: can I grab more of the cake
0: too? Well, as you're leaving? Yeah. Yeah, you grab, you grab a hunk of cake, of cake and you go, yeah. You grab a fistful of cake and you run after following this uh, trail of crumbs. And you uh, follow it back into the kitchen and actually, um, something that you didn't see before, you follow this trail of crumbs uh, to like one of the vents. Um, yes! Yes! And it's uh, it's not big enough for like a, a full grown person to get through, but it's perfect
1: for a Pokemon,
0: for a Pokemon or a little ten year old. Uh, it's just enough for you to squeeze through there. But that's okay. Where, thanks. That's where the uh, the trail goes into do you pursue?
1: Oh, 100%. Let's go, Seely. Alright,
0: uh, you, like, take the vent thing off of it, and you start, like, army crawling through, and you go in and going and going, and you sort of, like, wind your way through some of the vents of the ship and everything, and eventually you come out uh, a little bit even further below deck, really toward the bottom of the hull, and you're in, like, a storage area uh, where there's extra supplies uh, and crates and things, and you continue to follow this trail of crumbs. Uh, and It's pretty dark in here there's there's not a ton of light uh, but you can see a very very faint glow ahead and hear a little we follow alright you follow are you trying to do so sneakily or what are you doing
1: how tiny is like I'm envisioning a tunnel what
0: does this so it's like like opened up into more of a storage area like you came out of another vent so you're in another room now
1: so where's the light coming from
0: up ahead. You can't see what the actual source is, but it's not, like, from the ceiling or anything. It's like something ahead, and it's uh, sort of obscured by other boxes and that's crates that's and that. things. Okay. Yeah,
1: We will pursue sneakily.
0: All right, give me a stealth roll. Sixteen. With a sixteen, you sneak your way forward very, very quietly, even Seal, who's not, you know the
1: stealthiest not the
0: stealthiest not the smoothest of operators uh, is able to kind of keep things quiet as you both move forward uh you keep on going and maneuver around some crates and bins and things you turn around a corner and as you and seely peek your head around like scooby-doo style uh you see where the source of the light is coming from and where the crumbs have been leading up ahead you see this tiny little mouse Pokemon with, like, black-tipped ears, you know, big ol' eyes, and uh, it seems unusually plump, actually, for what you think this is, and it is just munching down on a big ol' chunk of coconut cake and, like, leaning back on a stack of pancakes that's half-eaten, and it's going, Pichu! Pichu! beer.
1: Curl's face freezes for just half a second in this boing, big heart-eye, mouth-dropped, like... A <gasps> oh, Pokemon! And... <laughs> like, boing, comes out of it.
0: It has not noticed you.
1: Okay. Hey, little buddy. And I pull out the cake that I have. beep beep you.
0: And it, like, looks around, and, and it's got, like, a huge cheeks full of cakes
1: huh. yum yum in the tum tum and I lay the cake down and I wanted to see how it reacts
0: yum and it starts like sniffing a little bit and ooh, swallows the bit of cake that it had in its mouth you can see it like go down and it expands its belly a little bit this thing is plump
1: oh no <laughs>
0: um, and uh Go ahead and make a uh, poke handling check with advantage, because you got cake.
1: I got cake, baby! That is a 22.
0: A 22. Yeah, this thing comes right up to you and, like, sniffs at the cake and, like, just starts munching on it with you right there, seemingly, like, unbothered by your presence. It's like, cool, brought me cake. Great.
1: Great. Do I have a Pokeball?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah you've got some extra, you've got a couple extra Pokeballs
1: Hey, little buddy. Oh, my gosh. You're so cute and cuddly. Just know I want to be your friend forever, okay? And I throw a Pokeball ball at him to (laughs) capture him. Okay.
0: I think that, what is the manner in which you throw the Pokeball? Is it like really quick and sudden? Or is it sort of like, you know, (gasps) gently talking about it?
1: This is how I want to do it. How do you do it? I gently set the Pokeball down, fill it with cake, crumbs, and icing, and see if it'll just go in there.
0: Yeah, I think that with your 22, I think that it does. You, you have found what this thing is after. And so this sweet little Pichu uh, comes up and sniffs the open Pokeball a little bit and like hops in after the cake, and the Pokeball shuts, and it shakes once, and it shakes twice, and it shakes one more time, and the little red ring glows... And you've got a peachy. <gasps> we
1: did it! And I start dancing. I just dance.
0: Ceely is like dancing with you. You're like just breaking Woo-hoo! it down here in the
1: storage. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we gotta turn. them I cut them oh Gotta catch him. Oh, Yeah. Uh huh uh Or 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 or, oh, or 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 Yes! Man, Ceely, we did it! Or or. Just imagine, maybe we should just bring treats when we finally get off the ship and they'll just come to us and walk inside a Pokeball? Are you kidding me?
0: Or or.
1: Right? Mm -hmm. Also, we gotta get this thing eating some vegetables ASAP because holy cow, Woo! that sucker, whoa, he's so cute. Or balanced diet.
0: Celie, like, looks down at her own rather round body. Is like, or.
1: Stop, okay? You know you have skills with your flubber. Or, or. I mean, look at these cheeks. <laughs> and I slap my cheeks. <laughs> you do. And I say, come on, let's take some cake for the road. Or, or. <laughs> Great. And we go back up to Franklin.
0: Okay, so do you crawl back through the vents to Franklin? Yeah. Or do you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you two, uh, you make your way back through the vents. Seely uh, still following behind. You do have a Pokeball for Seely, Celie, but Seely's just out.
1: If Seely ever wants to go in, Seely just tells me.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. Does you, that make sense? Yeah, it's very, it's a very open relationship. Yeah. Um, where you're just like, yeah, you, do, you come in and out, you do whatever you need to do. But right, right now, she's kind of just following behind you, flopping along in the vents. But you do eventually make your way back up to the kitchen, where you see Franklin and Mr. Mime are both running around. Franklin's like, oh, no! Ah, where'd Pearl go? I don't know where she went. And Mr. Mime's like...
1: <laughs> I imagine I just... <laughs> from the vent. Wow. With like a little dust and like, <coughs> 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 like, like, you know, dirt on my face. <coughs> oh, and emerging are you okay? From cloud, I just raise a Pokeball.
0: Are you okay? Your dad's gonna be peeved. I did it,
1: Franklin! Did, did what? Behold, and I click it open.
0: And like, Pichu pops out uh, with the little red flash uh, and lands on the counter right in front of Franklin. Uh, very satisfied, leaning back and rubbing, rubbing their little tummy.
1: Say hello to your cake thief, Pichu, and I give him a little scratch around the ear. can uh, uh, Isn't he just the cutest?
0: Oh, he's adorable, but this. This this is the one that's been eating all of the all of my sweet treats. Oh, all of them and more!
1: I guarantee you, the budget for the buffet and lunch and dinner is gonna go down at least by five hundred dollars because we found it tied up. Woo! It has got a stash of sweets.
0: Oh, well, wow! I I would have never expected that. I would have thought that it would have been uh, something a little. Bigger. Yeah, it's so it's so tiny. He
1: can really pack in the sweets. Let me tell you. And I wiggled the like I scratched his little belly. Don't let these little Pokemon deceive you. They can really pack a punch.
0: I I guess you're right. Well, well, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. You know, I've I've gotten you something as a little uh, a thank you. You
1: did. I did. And I put Pichu back in in case it's food. Put him back
0: in the ball. Nice. Um, That's a good idea. Thank you. Uh, because Franklin gives you, he says, as a thank you for helping me with this and also um, as a going away present, I've cooked up a little something for you and I found a little something for you in the gift shop. Uh, and he hands you one rare candy and one great ball.
1: Oh, Franklin, thank you.
0: Oh, um, you're welcome. You've you been around here... Uh, well, honestly, almost as long as I have. I've only been the head chef here for 11 years, so you, know, you and I are on about equal playing ground. I'm going to miss you, Pearl.
1: I'm going to miss you too, Franklin, and I'm giving the biggest hug. You know I'd always help you, Franklin, if you ever need something.
0: Oh, I know. I know you will. I know you'll be back on the ship sometime too, but I wish you the best of luck on your Pokémon journey.
1: Thanks, Franklin.
0: You gotta tell yourself, Pearl. Deep man. <laughs> Great. So you finish your embrace with Franklin, and uh, Mr. Mime is like holding out his arms. Oh, barnacles!
1: She says underneath her breath, and she takes in a deep breath and hugs him.
0: Right, and Mr. Mime gives you a hug. So, what do you want to do for the rest of your uh, for the rest of your evening? It's... Well,
1: Franklin. And you know what time it is? Bedtime? No! Lobster time! <laughs> two lobster dinners, please.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Here, you can take these. I was about to take a new uh, a tray of corfish? Krabby? I don't know. <laughs> I was about to take these out <laughs> to the buffet. Uh, but here, you, I'll, I'll pack you two for you and your dad.
1: Great. And I put a little drink that has an umbrella on it. Mm-hmm. And Celia, I look to him, and go, you know me, Celia. I'm going to go have dinner with my dad, but you can do whatever you want. Or, or. Yeah, I know you're sticking with me. Or, or. Okay, and we go up to see my dad.
0: Great. Uh, You do. You head up with your um, nondescript seafood dinner, and the uh, drink with an umbrella in it to your dad, Uh, and he's like, hey, hey, Pearl, how was your day? I haven't seen you around. Sounds like Franklin kept you busy.
1: Well, find somebody else to steer that ship, Dad, because we... We gotta talk.
0: Uh, alright. Hey, uh... Hey, uh... uh, it'll be fine.
1: Okay, great. (laughs) Put it on autopilot.
0: (laughs) He doesn't.
1: I imagine something like, Pokemon crawls up and be like...
0: It, like, cuts away to a bunch of, like, the Olds and Red playing shuffleboard, and they, like, are slowly, Yes! Sliding across the deck. He's like, well, what, what happened? How was your day? What'd you do?
1: I just imagine... Talking and retelling everything over a lobster dinner with, with Pearl's father.
0: Yeah, with y- you do, and he says...
1: And just watching like the sun slowly set and like having a great night together.
0: Yeah, you do. And he says, that's that's really great. And hey, I'm proud of you. I can't think of a better way for you to get ready to start your real Pokemon journey when we hit the mainland tomorrow.
1: Thanks, Dad. And she just lays her head on his shoulder.
0: You're going to be great. And I then, know it.
1: And then Celie lays her head on his shoulder.
0: <laughs> and you all watch the sunset. And as the boat keeps going, mostly on course on its own, at least for this little while while you guys are having dinner, and the opposite direction of the way you're facing watching the sunset, to the east, Portobello Port is even closer on the horizon now for you to start your journey in the Kenoko region. Hello again, friends! We hope you enjoyed this first episode of Postcards from Pearl. If you want to continue going on this journey with us, make sure you check out our website, questcompanyjr.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Junior. We will be officially launching a separate Quest Company Jr. podcast feed at the beginning of July, where we will already have the first couple episodes of this and the other series that we're working on, and then we will be releasing them on a rotating bi-weekly schedule. And in case you were wondering, the other series we will be releasing is called Guardians of Greenwood, a campaign I will be running for Andrew that's heavily inspired by well, a lot of things we grew up on, but mostly Brian Jake's Redwall series. So if you want a story about woodland creatures fighting against evil in a medieval fantasy world, please give that a listen. We will be releasing that pilot episode two weeks from now on this same feed. If you like what you heard here and you want to help us out, please go to the Quest Company page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us, and we read every review that comes in. And we would especially appreciate it if you do that when we launch the Quest Code Junior feed, too. That would be awesome. If you're a fan of the Quest Company and you really want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. You can help us with necessary expenses that come along with creating all of this content, and help us continue to improve the quality of the podcast. We have multiple patron tiers available, and every little bit helps. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the links to the Patreon and all of our social media things on our website, QuestCompanyJunior.com. And if this show inspires you to start your own Pokemon 5e game home. We'll have links to everything you'll need for that on the website as well. I'd like to take a second to thank all of the wonderful artists whose music is featured on this episode. Thank you to The Whole Other for the song 8-Bit Dreamscape. Thanks to Foolboy Media for the songs Dramatic Scroller, Forest Song, and Farewell Princess. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Postcards from Pearl here on Quest Company Jr.